Testing, testing, one, two, three, 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 three. Hello, my name is Zoe, that's Z-O or Z-O for those of you outside of the U.S. And I'd like to welcome you to my 24th bonus episode where I'm going to talk to you about The Color Purple, the movie that just came out over the Christmas holiday. I actually saw it on Christmas Day, and I know this episode is quite late. I mean, anybody who wanted to see this movie has already seen it, but this is less about my impressions of the movie. I And I want to interject something about my experience in the movie theater. I want to talk about what happened in the movie theater as, you know, the whole family got together. Well, not the whole family, just a portion of my family got together to watch this movie. So, and then I also want to like I said, give you my impressions. There, there might be a couple of stragglers out there who hadn't seen it or uh, still wondering whether or not they should see it. So hopefully what I have to say will help you make up your mind one way or the other. So uh, first I want to, as I always do, when I kind of go over the cast, this movie had a huge cast. So uh, should I go over all of the people who are in it? No, not every single person, but I guess some of the most prominent characters. So Fantasia Barrino played Celie, Taraji P. Henson played Shug Avery, Danielle Brooks played Sophia, Coleman Domingo played Mr. Corey Hawkins played Harpo, Felicia Pearl Mpasi played young Celie, Halle Bailey played young Nettie. So those are like the major figures in there. I guess I should also mention Dion Cole played Alfonso. Uh, that's a, a a rather important character. Uh, we also had an appearance from Louis Gossett Jr. as a uh, he's credited as Old Mister. <laughs> so and and just a a huge impressive cast of very talented actors and musicians. This movie was directed by Blitz Bazawale, and um, the music is credited to Chris Bauer. So special shout out to him given that this is a musical. So overall, I enjoyed the movie. I think we all who were there enjoyed the movie, and there was a a pretty sizable audience. I think the audience that was there really enjoyed the movie. I feel like this movie was made for this audience. And I I really enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the singing. I'm glad that I knew it was a musical before I went in. It's not that I'm opposed to watching musicals. It's that I'd like to know that I'm going to see a musical and not and not really uh, another dramatization of the book. It, it it was helpful that I knew. And I only saw like the early promotional material, like the early trailer, I guess the, the teaser trailer. And I hadn't, for some reason, seen any additional trailers. So not seeing any of those additional trailers. I would not have known this was a musical and and I would have been perturbed, I guess. So anyways, um, and I realized that I had put a a video out this before, but like I said, this is more about my experience in the movie theater as well as the um as well as my impression. So so also I would say that um the all of the emotion is there that was in the original film. If you saw the film, obviously, if you read the books, the emotions are going to be stronger. So it, it's like they didn't cheat you out on and the, the strong emotions that you have watching this movie. And um, also the uh, 
let's see, their performances were outstanding. It's like you, I don't think you could have asked for a better performance. I mean, this is not to say that this movie is going to replace their previous movie that came out, the the original dramatization, the, the original drama adaptation of the book. It's it's not going to replace that. I'm not, I would prefer the original drama over the musical. That's That's just me. But that being said, the musical was very good, and um, and and I I will here here are my reasons that I do have some caveats. I do say it's a very good movie. If you love the the color purple, or if you love musicals, then I encourage you to go see this movie. However, if you don't like movies, you, if you don't like uh, the color purple, or if you if you're ambivalent about seeing it, then then maybe not. Maybe wait for it to come on. <laughs> Yeah, maybe wait for it to come to the house. And the reason I say that is because it's a little long in some places. Sometimes you you do feel the length of the movie. I feel personally that a couple of songs could have been cut. Everybody has their favorite songs and everybody has their least favorite. I'm not suggesting that they cut my least favorite song or anything like that. But there are some songs that seem to stretch out the movie unnecessarily. The The pacing I'm saying it's a little bit off. So uh, I, I ding it on the some of the pacing, but they do use music in very creative ways. And I really do like it. The only thing that I will say that being that it's a musical, for me personally, it I wasn't walking away with any of the music I heard. It's like I heard the music and it was good music, but it wasn't anything that left a huge impact on me as I left the theater. So for example, when you watch... Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas, one of the songs you might walk out with is What's This? The song that, uh, what's the name? I guess the name is Jack Skellington, the, the song that he sings. Or if you've seen A Lion King, there are a bunch of songs that you might walk out with, like Hakuna Matata, Hakuna Matata or I Just Can't Wait to Be King, a song like that. A song like that. Or, uh, you know, various other songs. You know, like... Um, the Little Mermaid, Under the Sea. You will walk out the theater singing Under the Sea, humming the song. And um, I, I think there's a song from Frozen that people like that the little kids sing all the time. I can't I can't seem to, re- to remember that song. You kids know what I'm talking about. You know that song. You sing it all the time. Anyways, um, but for me, there was no song like that in in the musical that was The Color Purple. So... That that is what I will say about that, or um, or another example, <laughs> final example. Uh, Hamilton is still my favorite musical. So uh, if I were to pull an example from Hamilton, just like the first song, that that song that introduces Hamilton, or <laughs> uh, but I think that the really the strongest song in that musical was "Satisfied." That's the one. That's the one. So yeah, that. Um, I can go on and on about the music in, in various musicals, but let me cut that off right there. So that's, that's my quick impression. So let, let's step aside from that, the impressions that I had. What I really wanted to mention is that while I was at the movies, the, um, there's a part in the movie that uh, explores the main character, Celie's sexuality, and basically uh, Celie's relationship with Suge Avery. It is like when she heard Suge Avery from the get-go, she fell in love with Suge's voice. Uh, 
So uh, it was like love at first sight, I guess, or at least at the very least attraction at first glance or at first experience or whatever, however you want to express that. But anyways, um, so there is uh, a, a moment in, in the original film, they show like Seely and and Suge like kiss each other and they kind of allude to a homosexual relationship, but they don't like, it's not it's implied, but it's not like strongly explored. They don't do additional scenes and they don't have any graphic scenes of them together. And what's funny is that apparently in the book, because I hadn't read the book, but apparently in the book, it it truly explores their relationship. And I, does it get graphic? I have no idea, but I know there's more to it in the book. In this movie, they're a lot more explicit about their relationship. They do more than just kiss. They, they do the thing that they used to do in the 60s where... Uh, you saw you saw them kissing. It plays to black, and then it uh, when you return to the scene, they're in the bed together, uh, apparently naked. So un- under the sheets. So it's it's tastefully done, but it give it. You know what what they did during the fade, so to speak. <laughs> so they so they're very explicit about their uh, their homosexual experience, I guess. So. Um, the audience apparently in the theater that I was at did not know that, and they were scandalized. <laughs> and that was the funniest thing about the uh, the experience in the movie theaters: how the audience was scandalized by a homosexual relationship in um, in this movie, and how they apparently did not know. So, like, I think when a lot of people watched the first movie and they saw the suggestion of such a relationship, they kind of. Uh, followed it away as like, well, either they didn't accept that it really happened or they think of it as like a kiss on the cheek or something like that, or they, they found a way to excuse it one way or another. But in this movie, it's a little bit more explicit. So they uh, they were truly scandalized, the audience. And that's kind of one of the things that I had noticed. And the other thing I noticed, one of the reasons I say it kind of felt kind of long in some places and there were some pacing problems was that you can see the audience is kind. You can sense the audience getting a little restless, kind of near the end of the film, um, because it sort of drags a little bit near the end, as well as as well as some parts uh, in the during the film as you watched it. So those those are my impressions, my audience experience, uh, some things that I wanted to get off off my chest about the color purple, and also. Uh, I've been doing something on, you know, here's some announcements. I've been, I've been doing uh, a stream on, on Sundays on Twitch. I'll leave the, the Twitch uh, link in the, what do you call it? A description or yeah. Cause I didn't put the link in the website yet. So I'll put it in the description of this podcast. So what it is, is that I, I'm, there's a game called, there's a, it used to be a mobile game, but now you can play it on PC. It's a game called Marvel Snap. It's a very fun game. I've been streaming it on Twitch on Sundays at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. I like to call it Sunday morning snap. That's that's what I'm calling it. Sunday mornings, I wake up in the morning, uh, do my stretches, and and then I play that game for at least an hour. Sometimes one time I played it for two hours. I've only done it twice so far, but I don't want to make this a regular thing. It's uh, the schedule is on Twitch, and I'll leave leave a link in the description. Also, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, I have a sweepstakes. The sweepstakes still going on. So also, if you go to the website, you can find the sweepstakes and you can 
What what what? It's not a sweepstakes. I'm sorry. It's a giveaway. It's it, apparently these terms are legal terms. So it's a giveaway where I am giving away a T-shirt. It's called uh, Felix emojis. A Felix the cat, different emojis on the T-shirt, and you can go and check that out at backlickcinema.com. If you sign up for the lose, if you sign up for a newsletter subscription, you will have a chance to win the shirt. And with the newsletter, you'll get news on upcoming guests. You'll get links to the blogs where I kind of write down my opinions. At least I try to get the upcoming guests out. <laughs> so and then I'll, I'll write uh, like a, a feature, a feature of the guests on the newsletter and and link to the blog posts and what have you. So you you'll get some upcoming news on what happens with the show. So you 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 get a free shirt and and you get some news about what's going on so go and check that out and um more details at the website i think that's it thank you so much thank you so much for joining me for this uh short uh talking to about the color purple and i guess happy new year i don't know how long we're supposed to say happy new year i'm, I'm going to continue to say it i guess until monday so and by the time you get it, I get get this episode. I guess it will be Monday. So happy New Year and have a nice day.